Let's get you back to On the Map. Here's Dave Plyer. All right, U.S. Secretary of Transportation Pete Buttigieg has plenty of reasons to stay focused on his work at the Department of Transportation. Earlier this week, the DOT and the White House announced another $4.9 billion in funding for major transportation projects. And to talk about it all, Secretary Buttigieg joins us on the map. Pete, thanks for jumping in and joining us once again. Hey, thanks for having me on. Good to be with you. We're going to get to the important stuff first. The 49ers and the Chiefs heading to the Super Bowl. Okay, Most <laughs> expensive Super Bowl on record. Uh, tickets are like... $9,000 to $12,000. I know airlines have added flights for Super Bowl host city Las Vegas. Cheapest flight from Chicago for a four-day weekend is 486 I know you grew up being a diehard Notre Dame football fan, but for the Super Bowl and the NFL, San Francisco, Kansas City, what are you thinking? You know, I, coming from South Bend, I just could never get myself to care about pro ball that much, except because we had a bit of a fantasy team go, uh, league going on in the office, and I did very poorly. So <laughs> I, I guess I got I got vague uh, uh, Midwest right. loyalties who would point me toward the Chiefs, but uh, uh, like a lot of people, I think I'll be in it for the commercials. Okay, yeah, right. I know. That's absolutely true. And we always preview them the week before, too. All right, how much screen time will Taylor Swift get if she makes it versus Usher doing the halftime show? I'm, I'm going with Taylor. Yeah, I'm with you. She's, uh, uh, you know. <laughs> We'll, we'll be lucky if it's 50-50 between her and the football. And, yeah, that's uh, true. Because, of course. <laughs> of course, of course. All right. The big topic these days for you is all around infrastructure, making our roads more effective, more efficient, more resilient. Talk about what is the central focus of that effort right now. Yeah, so right now we're putting all of that funding that, that President Biden got through the infrastructure law out to work. We're moving money to the states, to cities, to uh, airports. Uh, more announcements about airports coming this week. And a lot of that's coming right to Chicagoland. We're really excited about a uh, railroad grade separation project that we just announced going out in Kane County. This is $25 million that's going to help uh, eliminate uh, an intersection where a uh, uh, there, there are a lot of safety hazards. And then a really big effort uh, at 8094 uh, going into uh, uh, Gary and Munster. Uh, obviously, coming from northern Indiana, I'm, I'm pretty intimately familiar with how congested that stretch of roads can be, but also from a nationwide perspective, really important to our supply chain. So much truck traffic goes mm-hmm. on that stretch from the I-65 interchange in Indiana to the uh, uh, I-80, I-94, and 294 interchange in Illinois. Uh, we can uh, uh, and will fund improvements there. Uh, it's going to cost, again, it's, it's a big project, $127 million, but as we do it, uh, it's going to create a lot of good jobs, and uh, finishing that project will benefit safety, benefit supply chain, and uh, just benefit anybody who's who's driving in that area. I say the Investing in America agenda is 37 projects through two major discretionary grant programs: the National Infrastructure Project Assistance (MEGA) and the Infrastructure for Rebuilding America (INFRA) grant program. Talk a little bit about those two programs. Yeah, so I know it can sound like an alphabet soup and uh, a lot of statistics and numbers. Bottom line is that we are taking uh, a historic level of funding and using it to fix our roads and bridges, as well as railroads, airports, ports, uh, a lot of other things. And uh, we know that these improvements have been needed for a long time. It's why President Biden pushed so hard for this infrastructure legislation in the first place. And by the way, we got a lot of support from uh, uh, Illinois senators and a number of House members there uh, trying to get this done. 
you know, uh, uh, if you're anywhere in Chicagoland, you you know how important infrastructure is because you're from a part of the country that screams infrastructure, uh, whether it is the uh, the bridges, uh, the the airports, or things that we're working on right now, like this highway improvement that I mentioned uh, and that railroad grade separation. We know that we can have safer better transportation, but we also know that you get what you pay for. We've gone 30 or 40 years without the kind of investment we need in this country, in our infrastructure. We're changing that, and uh, that's why it's such an exciting time for transportation in America. I was going to say, really, when you look at it, in, you're absolutely right. In America, I mean, our roads, our bridges, they're aging. I mean, they're aging. Some of these roads, some of these bridges were built 80 years ago, 100 years ago. I mean, it's, it is time that we start paying some attention and putting some money toward these efforts. Oh, we're doing one in Baltimore that's been around since just after the Civil War, uh, the Baltimore and Potomac <laughs> wow. Tunnels, uh, soon to be known as the Frederick Tunnels Tunnel, uh, Douglas Tunnels. And it's something that uh, there's no real alternative for, and pe- people count on it every day in terms of railroad traffic. There's another one uh, uh, under the Hudson River that hundreds of thousands of railroad passengers use. Uh, if it were to become unavailable, it, it, you'd feel the economic consequences of that as far away as, as Michigan, where I live, or, uh, or Chicago. And yet it has been allowed to deteriorate uh, since it was first built. It represents the, the finest engineering of the Teddy Roosevelt administration, but is yeah, way over yes. an update. And we're finally making that happen. That's why we needed this bill. That's why we needed this infrastructure initiative. You know, uh, presidents uh, have come and gone. Congresses have come and gone saying they were going to do a big infrastructure package. Never actually happened. Now we actually got the bill done in Washington, and we're in the stage of getting those dollars out to the states to actually use them to make those roads better, make those tunnels better. Uh, bridges down uh, Calumet and other bridges on the south side of Chicago uh, were part of the, the first round of big bridge investments that we made. Uh, yeah, anywhere you go, you can see the need. I mean, you don't have to be a traffic engineer no. to know uh, that we've needed to do these upgrades for a long time. Now it's actually happening. And while we're at it, creating all these uh, incredible good paying jobs. Now the potential for the number of projects that really need to be done around the country, how do you prioritize? How do you, how do you go out and really figure out what comes first? Yeah, we're doing projects everywhere. I mean, 40,000 and counting, but we do have to pick and choose. Uh, the reality is, even with this funding that that is the most funding we've had since uh, long before I was born, uh, it's still not enough to do everything. So we are going through a rigorous process, uh, making sure that we start with the projects that have the most need. And we're really looking for multiple benefits at a time. So, for example, uh, th- this effort we're doing with the Flex Road project, that's the 8094 project mm-hmm. coming out of the east uh, through Gary and, and into northern Indiana, uh, we see that that benefits several things at once. Uh, it benefits safety. Uh, it's going to have dynamic shoulder lanes and better warning signs and, and signage and event management and, and, and the way the ramp uh, works will be safer. Uh, but it's also important economically. You know, uh, the, the, the word supply chains, I think that was not a household term maybe no. three years ago. Now right. it is. We, yes, everybody it is. realizes how big a deal supply chains mm-hmm. are for our everyday life. They're part of the fight against inflation. We've got to smooth out our, our supply chains, stop them from being congested. And, you know, a big part of our supply chains is all those trucks uh, coming and going on uh, 294 and I-80 and 994. So when we see a project that's going to make a difference to economic safety, it's even got an environmental benefit because there's less congestion. That means less air pollution. Uh, all of that tells us uh, we got to hit go on something like this. Uh, and we're going to, con- you know, we're, we're smack in the middle. So we're going to have more announcements this year uh, and on into the future because uh, there's so many more good projects waiting their turn. Uh, Our chief engineer wanted me to mention the South Shore double track that's also being done. It should be done by this summer, Chicago uh, to South Bend. Uh, It's another great project that's out there. 
Yeah, I know a thing or two about the South Shore. Uh, when I was a student, <laughs> I used to commute to Chicago uh, on the South Shore. Yeah. But here's the thing. If, if if you go from South Bend, Indiana to uh, the Loop in Chicago in a car, it take you about 90 minutes. Uh, on the South Shore, it's about two and a half hours. Uh, trains should be at least as fast as cars or faster. Yeah, and uh, South Shore is taking a big step in that direction with this double tracking. It's uh, It's got major benefits in terms of uh, uh, the reliability uh, as well as the uh, the efficiency of that route, and that's going to mean a lot to not just to to from a transportation perspective, but also a housing perspective. You know, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. As, as housing prices go up, there's a lot of uh, uh, good uh, affordable places to live in uh, in in my native state state of Indiana, uh, but only really uh, useful if you have a way to get to work. That's right. And uh, this is going to help with that. And there's some things that you are in control of, and there's some things that you're not. And a lot of things do require Congress to pass legislation. I want to switch gears a little bit to the railroads. I mean, you were really recently pressing Congress to pass that legislation that would strengthen rail safety policies, especially based on what happened in East Palestine, Ohio. Absolutely. I appreciate you bringing that up. Uh, you know, ever since that derailment, which was almost a year ago in East Palestine, we have been pressing the railroads to improve uh, their safety practices. We've been acting as a department with the authorities we have. We've done thousands of miles of focused inspections. We have funded physical improvements that are benefiting railroad safety. But there's only so much we can do without Congress. And we need Congress to pass the Railway Safety Act. It is a bipartisan piece of legislation. It would toughen enforcement on railroads, which is why the railroad lobby is pushing back so hard and doesn't want it to happen. But I really believe this needs to happen, and it ought to happen before we get to the one-year mark. Right. It's just a few days away yeah. uh, of that uh, that disaster, uh, because uh, there, there could have been uh, more like that. Somebody could have been killed or injured in that, uh, in that accident had things uh, been just a little bit different, and uh, more should be done to prevent it. So I'm, I'm calling on anybody in Congress, especially these members of Congress who had a lot to say in the immediate aftermath of of that derailment to put their money where their mouth is and uh, come down decisively in favor of the bipartisan railway safety act get it done before we get past the one year mark since that uh, no that question. terrible crash in ohio yeah no question the one that's near and dear to my heart the every vehicle act directing uh you to issue a ruling regarding that am broadcast stations be accessible in all passenger motor vehicles manufactured imported into shipped within the u.s nielsen data shows that 47 million or 20 percent of the radio listening public tune into am daily and that's another one the bill has 201 backers in the house another 46 supporters in the senate it's on its way to becoming law and i I know you support that as well yeah it's certainly ready to run with that the moment congress gets it done i think it's got some good bipartisan support and the basic idea here is that am radio is important and uh you know it's important for uh, not just for entertainment but but for information and for safety uh, we recognize that. I think uh, most uh, most drivers recognize that. And, and so I'm glad to see that there's a lot of interest in different parts of the country and, and from some people who don't always agree on everything that, that this could be uh, a good move. Pete Buttigieg. Pete, thanks so much for your time as always, and uh, and have a great weekend. Same to you. Thanks for having me on.